Welcome to uh, Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm Anthony Toma, Junior Binu. We have Honorable Judge Karen McDonald here, Jimmy Asaki, and Nicholas Hanawa. Uh, we're here to kind of promote a fundraiser for uh, Ms. McDonald, Mrs. McDonald. You can call me Karen. I'm no longer Karen. a judge. I stepped down in April. Okay, great. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, we'll get into the fundraiser. Well, I'm a former Oakland County Circuit Court judge. I resigned in April. I was on the bench um, about six and a half years. During that time, I was a family court judge. So my docket was juvenile delinquent matters, abuse and neglect docket, and uh, divorce and custody, as well as the personal protection order docket. Um, and before that, I was in private practice. I was at a shareholder at a large law firm, Jaffe, in Southfield in Oakland County. It's the largest law firm in the county. Mm -hmm. um, and then. Before that, I actually was an assistant prosecutor working at the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office. And during that time, I prosecuted child sexual assault cases and I had a 100% conviction rate. God bless. So my, my time on the bench, I enjoyed a lot. It was good work. I, I loved helping families and children and litigants who came before me, but decided and became, it became clear to me within a few years that in order to really move the needle on criminal justice reform and doing what's right for for the, the community as well as the people up here in front of me, um, a judge has very little discretion. By the time somebody gets in front of the judge, um, you don't have a lot of discretion to really make a difference in somebody's mm -hmm. life. Um, but the person who does and holds the most discretion and has an extreme amount of power uh, in the county is our, o our Oakland County prosecutor. Um, that's the elected official. She has about 100 assistant prosecutors in her office. And the prosecutor is the person who decides who's going to be charged with a crime and what they're going to be charged with. And most of you out there, probably at this table and everybody hearing this, either knows somebody or personally has, has interfaced with the criminal justice system at some point, either as a victim of a crime or somebody in their family or friends who've been charged with a crime. Mm -hmm. And what we know in our country is that we incarcerate more people in this country than any other country in the entire world. Yes. It, it's not working. And it's very, very uh, expensive to the taxpayers. Mm -hmm. So I, my platform is progressive. I think we need to be smart on crime, not just tough on crime. And I think the community is ready for it. Yeah, I agree. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about what uh, you got going on there, Nicholas? So uh, my name is Nick Hanau. I'm a criminal defense attorney in uh, the greater Oakland County, Tri-County area. I would say I practice mainly in Oakland, Macomb, and Wayne County, but <coughs> mainly in Oakland. And, uh, you know, I'm here today because uh, I want to talk to our community and, uh, and broader, the broader community to let them know that, you know, I truly believe that Karen is the right candidate for this position. You know, being a criminal defense attorney, I get to interact with prosecutors all the time. Um, in the last few years of my career, I've taken on a lot of uh, higher misdemeanor felony cases that caused me to have a lot of interaction with the prosecutor's office, especially in Oakland County, mm -hmm. being that that's mainly where I represent people. And, uh, you know, it was not a pleasant experience. I could tell you that, um, you know, other counties where I've uh, practiced and uh, represented people, I, you know, I want to use the word lenient. Um, and I don't want to use it uh, like lightly. It's not that they're lenient, they're letting violent offenders go and this and that. And ma mainly the people I represent, they're not violent. Maybe people, a better word is reasonable. Reasonable, yeah, yeah reasonable. I would say reasonable. Um, you know, a lot of times I've had uh, cases where, you know, it's just people. I, I, I categorize two different kind of offenders. I always say this to people when I explain it. I go, there's the 
person who you know made a mistake, the dumb guy who went out, maybe had a drink or, or, or did something that you know rose to a level of a felony or, or, or a higher misdemeanor. And you know, then there's the serious offenders that are repeat offenders, and they're literally a threat to society and to the community, right. and we need yep. them off the streets. In my opinion, in this current administration, they do—they're not separating the two mm-hmm. at all. And being a criminal defense attorney, one thing that our job—what our job is to do—is minimize and mitigate. Uh, you know, the damages in a case. Meaning, if I represent a client, and you know what a lot of the time they actually did commit the crime okay and the person did make the mistake or commit that crime and so they're guilty of that offense but that's why we need a a a prosecutor's office that's uh, ready willing and able to negotiate and plead those cases down that's a lot of what we do we're good negotiators so we have to be able to go in and deal with the assistant prosecutor negotiate cases down and you know get well, so our what, client. what you're really saying is you just want to be heard right exactly yeah, and that's, yeah. that's current a little, administration little, exactly. current administration doesn't give you a chance yep. to even be heard. exactly no and there. not only that even the people that work the assistant prosecutors that work for the current administration they don't really have the ability to to give deals they have no discretion yep. no discretion and just for the record so you guys are so the audience knows it. You're talking about administration in the Oakland County correct offices, correct. right? Correct. We're not talking trial county, so they know what we're what correct. We're, we're talking to. when I what I'm referring yep. to is just my experiences right now in Oakland County mm-hmm. gotcha. with, the um, with the prosecutors. With the prosecutors, office. Office. Yes, correct. With the prosecutors. So, office. Uh, Jimmy, why don't you introduce yourself? So, my name is Jim Masaki. I'm a businessman in the community, and I um, I'm involved in law enforcement also so from time to time we i will have people in our community reach out to me and ask me for some advice and the current prosecutor's office i have no they have no ear for me or any any of attorneys that i reach out to so it, it's very frustrating i've known karen uh for over 20 years and over the last few years become close with her and realize that she's the right person for this job um more importantly, she's a good person, um, regardless of Democrat or Republican. Uh, she's a good person rather than um, someone that is the wrong person for the job that sure. that's going into it for other it's, reasons. She's, going, in, she, well. no, she, yeah. she's current, going into it for, yeah. for the right reasons. Sure. And, you know, <clears> with that, we, we have to come out and vote and our the vote for this race would be august 4th so 2020 yeah yep 2020 so we have to uh, we ha- everyone has to come out and vote and yeah. with that we need to raise money unfortunately that's the hard part in, in every race mm-hmm. uh, we need to raise money and we're i am having a fundraiser hosting a fundraiser on october 15th at the m1 concourse graciously um using arkin scott and jordan jonah's garage there and we're having a fundraiser as i said again on october um, 15th myself sabah amori mike bohura aaron bellin kevin denha tim dugan john asaki robert asaki Derek george charlie gleason dave gorska laith Hanna, nicholas hanawa sean hermes ray jihad laith jonah Polly jonah maher lazar basam marad john shania matthew shania chris thomas are all helping with this event so Kudos I'd like to, to get the word guys. out there. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah it's great. So, so go ahead. I want to ask, yeah. because you guys are mentioning um, the issues you're having in Oakland County, and obviously we're uh, we're minorities as Chaldeans in this 
heavily populated county that we're in, um, in Oakland County, I've seen, I mean, it, it, it reaches further than, I mean, we're just a small portion. I mean, besides us, there's the black community that, that has been hurt by the, um, the uh, uh, reform in, in our country. So you're saying you're looking to change some of that, some of the problems that we've experienced. And again, we're not all angels. We understand that. But to be heard fair enough, because the current person that's occupying that position has long overstayed, right, Anthony, is what you were saying. Well, the current, the current administration has the mentality of, Lock them up and throw away. The that's key. what I want to ask you. That's the problem. It, it, that mm-hmm. and that's not yeah. just Oakland, it's not though, correct? Sometimes. That's but I'm saying to you, that's just not Oakland. That's it's, it's, it's particularly a problem in Oakland County. Okay. And I think another way to state it is whether what what is the prosecutor's job? Right. I believe the prosecutor's job is to prosecute crimes, but also as a part of that to look at the person that you're charging sure. and the effect of that charge on that person's life and their community. Right. Um, and with respect to your community, um, of particular interest, I think, should be immigration status yes. and what kind of effect that will have when you charge somebody. I think as the next prosecutor, I think it's right and I will mandate that we do ask questions like, is this crime going to affect an immigration status that might could in some cases result That's in a death great, sentence. Great yes. Point. Those yes. are just common sense questions that aren't being asked now. It's a now. big problem yes. in our community. Yeah. Exactly. Well, why is my question? Why why has it been so long like this and why have we sat back and let it happen for so long that a, a woman can do this in, in power and we've gone through what, 11 years, right? And, and, and why do we let it go so long is the question. Well, I I think in the party, people don't want to challenge somebody in their own party, Mm -hmm. and there hasn't been anybody who's formidable enough to beat her. I I just want to make it clear. I I took, I I resigned from a really good job. I could have had that job for the rest of my career. Um, There's no incumbent that has ever been beaten in the Oakland County Circuit Court. But I did so because the same reason I left private practice and took a giant pay cut to be a judge when I ran for judge. I also want to mention that um, when I ran for judge in 2012, I had tremendous support from the Chaldean community Mm -hmm. um, and won that race by 19 points. Uh, But I did so because that's just how I'm wired. Um, I want to wake up in the morning and know that I'm doing something to fix the problems that we have. It's just not enough for people to stand back and complain about their political officials or elected officials. It takes people like me who are willing to stick their neck out and say, no, this is wrong and I want to change. And I have to say, even though she's an 11-year incumbent, she's made a lot of enemies. Um, a lot. <laughs> and, and through victims as well. She doesn't treat victims with dignity and respect. You need to um, give victims a voice. They need to be heard. You need to take people's phone calls, you know, relationships, you, relationships you've had in the community with community leaders. I'm not here to say that I'm going to agree with what everybody wants me to do all the time. Sure, I absolutely right. will not. Okay. What I am here to say is that I will sit down with your community, the leaders in your community. Mm-hmm. I will I will treat victims with respect, and I will also ensure that people who are charged with crimes are are getting due process yeah. and calling ICE and not caring whether or not a misdemeanor conviction will result in an immigration which could yeah. threaten somebody's life in some cases or completely destroy their family is Big just time. absurd. I yeah. think that's I think the prosecutor that's the prosecutor's job. What is your stance on ICE? I I think that a, the in terms of being a prosecutor, I don't think it's appropriate to notify ICE. Okay. I don't I don't think that's part of the prosecutor's job. So that's who who, who has been like from county to county, is that how that all works? I think out? that is done frequently, yes. Okay.
Okay, and I didn't know and that. And then, uh, so you've got some, built some pretty thick skin. You've done some high-profile cases. I have. Uh, do you want to elaborate on any of those and kind of just so that people understand that they have a fighter and, a, and someone that that can handle anything yeah, yeah, come, I was come, say. come their way? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I've known, I'm not known as a, as a easy judge, um, but I am known as a judge that will give everybody um, a fair shake. Mm -hmm. And regardless of who you are, what your last name is, or mm -hmm. what community you come through, I'm going to follow the law. Right. And as a judge, I had to make really tough calls um, that weren't popular by some, you know, a, a lot of a lot of people. The, the thing about being a judge is, in every situation, s someone's leaving the courtroom unhappy. Mm -hmm. True. And yeah, that's yeah. so true. It's like Super Bowl. You yeah. can't avoid that. Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> no, I work at that courthouse, and so sometimes, like I tell people, usually the people are coming in yeah. mad. Yep. Mm -hmm. And usually leaving matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's true. And I here's what I learned though: um, people want to be heard. Yes. And whether you're we're represented by a lawyer or not, uh, I had this um, in my courtroom. There's always a litigant that will say, "Judge, can I just say one more thing?" And my answer every single time is, "Yes, you can say one more thing," because people often, most people, can respect the fact that they didn't get exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. What really leaves people with a very disgruntled and and resentful attitude is when they walk out of the courtroom and feel like nobody listened to me. Yeah. Right. Um, sure. Now I try very hard every day to do that. The family court docket is is I mean it, it's a lot. And, right. That's so true. Um, and then also the personal protection order docket I feel very strongly about. One of the things I worked on as a as a judge is I implemented and started a training session for court employees on how to treat victims of domestic violence yeah. when they came in and asked for personal protection orders. Um, these people are, are traumatized and fearful and we need to treat them in a way that respects that and so that they can be kept safe. And they're coming face to face with the... With the, the a lot of times, exactly, you're exactly right. You know, that just, scary. That, what you just said just hit me in a, in, a, in, a, in a way because honestly the dignity that you have to say that I'm going to let them have their last word or say what they want to say, um, they'll make their last comment. One time I was standing in Oakland County Circuit Court representing a criminal client that was charged with uh, possession of marijuana. He was a caregiver and he grew more than what he was allowed to grow. Mm -hmm. The 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 house that he was in got raided. When the when the police went there, he was over his limit. Okay, so this guy literally just destroyed his life. I'm talking about just completely destroyed. I mean, mm -hmm. He ended up in a divorce, and it was very bad. Yeah. Um, and the funny, over a bunch of a couple extra plants. Yeah, no, over a couple, kidding. and well, not yeah, just yeah. that. The 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 actual the the officers in charge of the case were literally, I mean, almost begging the prosecutor who was in charge of the oh case to, 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 to reduce it down to a misdemeanor. They said that he, he, this, this man, it was not that serious. I mean, they really vouched for him in a, in a strong way. Yeah. Which but is this, unusual. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. person, yeah. and, and it wasn't a cooperation thing. It wasn't anything like that. I mean, they just literally felt that he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And this, in this case, actually he was an employee of the caregiver. So okay. he really, you know, so anyways, long story short, he, comes to sentencing, was in front of Judge Jarbo, who's also Chaldean, Judge Hala Jarbo. He writes the most heartbreaking letter, you know, mm -hmm. that he wants to say. You know, the judge will ask, you have anything to say? You know, sometimes usually they don't have anything to say. But this <laughs> <Right>. guy, <laughs> nicest guy, wrote this most heartbreaking letter. And the prosecutor is literally sitting there doing these crazy looks, smiling, laughing at him. 
I mean, it was such a disrespectful thing. I mean, it was just, and that's the kind of mentality that they have there because of who their boss is, is that these guys are just nobody, garbage. Well, even worse, uh, they're not free to say that they think something is wrong because they'll be viewed as, as, yeah, they may may lose their job. But I want to, you did touch on something. We currently, our prosecutor currently, even though Michigan voters have said overwhelmingly they think marijuana should be legal, right. they're still she's still charging That's marijuana cases. Yeah. And I do, you're not seeing that in Macomb. You know better than no, I. No. But you're not seeing that because prosecutors are saying, I'm not charging it. We, right. The voters have spoken. Right. Right. Um, really frustrating as a taxpayer. It is. <laughs> yeah, for, it is. for me to and see those. I did those, a lot of that. Yeah. I, I mean, did a lot of that medical marijuana defense work. That was mainly what I was doing and it was bad. I mean, mm-hmm. it got to the point where people would call me with an Oakland County case and I wouldn't even want to represent them because the reason was is that I couldn't do anything for them and mm-hmm. it was just, I don't want to take somebody's money and not be able to really get them any, any do any good yeah, for yeah. them. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and I knew what was going to happen. Every single time we went down the same exact road. And it doesn't make sense because like you just said, Macomb, you you yeah. got, the sheriffs are just at, at going, they're cool with, okay. in the sense of, you're by the books. There's like, a statute in Michigan called 7411. Yes. Okay. For probation, right? Yes. You get okay. a possession charge, okay, a drug charge, you can plead out under 7411. Mm-hmm. After you do the probation and complete it, it comes off your record. They won't even think about using 7411, and that's what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. It's designed that's for that Oakland purpose. County, you're yeah, saying this is Oakland County. Every other county, if you go to Wayne County, if you go to Macomb, you're going to walk through that door. The the assistant prosecutor who's sitting at the desk is already going to have that uh, that option just sitting there waiting for it. It's going to be written on their file, 7411. They won't give yeah. it to you with the prosecutors you're dealing with? At all. In Oakland County, they won't even entertain that. Let me ask you this, though. but does, does on, on a felony drug charge. Where, where does the sheriff's department play a part in this? Like, I mean, Bouchard wasn't really for it. Well, the sheriff, he, he, it, the sheriff he can't do anything. can only do so much. But I'm saying, it don't they work with the prosecutors in regards no. to talking? No. Prosecutor on? does okay, not have to. No. Does not have to the, take go by what they the say. The only time okay. the sheriff's office interacts with the prosecutor's office if they're the charging agency, if they're the arresting agency okay. that arrested the person. For example, if you were arrested by Oakland County Sheriff, yep. those cases automatically go to the Oakland County prosecutors um, to to be to be prosecuted. Yes, yeah. I, I think in general though, law enforcement throughout the county is very frustrated. Um, right. The way the offices run, it's very. Um, it, it's very vengeful mm-hmm. if there is it's a if, type. if 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 law enforcement oh, yeah. are too too loudly criticized the current prosecutor um, there are repercussions and they want the prosecutor's office to write their warrants and they mm-hmm. want them to listen to them about the people that I mean look it's the it's the police officers going out on these calls right. it's yeah. the police officers making decisions about right. who yeah. they think needs to be charged and with what right. and we need to listen to them. Right. Um, Correct. And that's that's not happening. They're on the front line, so they don't have a voice. They're just no. they don't have a voice. No. The, the night that I announced I was running and I had to step down an, a year before the filing deadline, so which is April, mm-hmm. I had a police officer come to my house actually in the community I live in at um, 7:38 at night and just knock on the door and say, "I heard you're running for prosecutor." No way. Um, awesome. And he was really excited. I that's invited great. him in and I sat down and I just said, "Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want. Tell me what's what you think the the county needs." And Basically, he said, we just want, we want tools. We keep going out in the same, to the same houses all the time. We're arresting people who are mentally ill. Nothing's happening. We don't feel listened to. And that's really what I want to bring to the office, Mm -hmm. a 
person leading the office yeah. who's out there in the community, who wants to sit down, mm-hmm. who wants to come on this show, mm-hmm. who wants to have a conversation about what what are your concerns and let's talk about it and how can we fix it. Right. With, the, with the sheriff's department, with the mm-hmm. local law enforcement, with the religious leaders, with the community leaders, yeah. that's really important. Well, let's talk about that. That's I'm glad you brought that up because um, my business is in Holly, which is the most northern part of Oakland County. Mm-hmm. So I'm still part of Oakland itself. I I work with the share. I mean, with the police department there, just because you're in the community, you right. want to back them up. So um, Chief Story came in with a um, uh, instead of cuffing, I, I I forgot the name of it. Something instead of cuffs. But what it is, it's a program that they work with rather than um, arresting, because we're going through this in the Chaldean community. We're going through habitual drug users that are either overdosing or going through an abundance and either shoplifting, stealing, doing all that stuff. But rather than his the program was rather than take them and put them into jail, because you can't really jail somebody for doing cocaine. I mean, that's their kind well, of you choice can, in but a way. I'm glad you brought this up because one of the, the critical points that really drove me to step down from my seat as a judge and run for prosecutor is treatment courts. Right. Treatment courts in this country, all over the country, are specialized courts for people who have um, who need treatment instead of incarceration. Yes. So they, if we have, obviously we have an opioid uh, <coughs> crisis Correct. that's also reached your community. Yes. It's reached every com- community. Yes. Um, so the idea that if you get charged with a drug crime or a substance use crime or your criminal offense as a result of a mental health issue, we also have a veterans court, that there's a team of people, a multidisciplinary basic team, mm-hmm. including a, the judge, the defense attorney, probation, mental health, substance abuse counselor, and the prosecutor, and you try to get this person to understand you're, we're, we're, we're willing to divert you from incarceration right. if you do what you're supposed to do and here's some treatment. Mm-hmm. We're the only county in the whole <laughs> state where the prosecutor will not allow her assistant prosecutors to sit at that table. Now we still, wow. we still do that in our, in our court, right. but they're, they're less effective because we don't have the prosecutor at the table saying, right. yes, we'll dismiss or, or reduce mm-hmm. at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So they, they basically just won't participate. Um, that's just wrong. That's shame. That's, that's shame. Insane. Well, well, that's involvement. That, listen, yes. just that alone, right there. Listen, I, I don't, I don't invest a lot into politics. I just believe in humanity. Period. Okay? So do I. That's mm-hmm. so do I. That's why we need you. Not and want you. Know you. What? We Being need humane that. And right. humane and humanity. humanity. We want to hold people accountable. Yeah. We want violent criminals yes. in jail. Exactly. Agreed. We all we, we have all children. Do. We want to yes. be safe. But we have to be smart. I mean, saying to somebody, we don't care yeah. that you have a drug issue. We don't care that you have a mental health That's issue. That's not humanity. Incarcerating them for a period of time, they're not serving life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we also will then release them. And now what do we have? We have mm-hmm. a less, we, our community is less safe because now he doesn't have a job. His family has been completely destroyed mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he has less resources. He's been exactly. itching for drugs while he was in jail rather With than no getting treatment. help to get off it. Right. As I said, first and foremost, you need a good person. Exactly. Yeah. We d- you. And that good person can pick a party. Yeah. Right. Right. And yes. That's, and that's why we're so here. So we're here to we're here to raise funds for the campaign. Yeah. And uh, but there's there's a there's a vote that's coming. Uh, we'll 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 have you back on to remind everybody about the vote. But why don't you speak a little bit about the vote and how it's got to play out and roll out? So I'm running in the primary against the incumbent Jessica Cooper, who is a Democrat. So in order to vote for me in August 2020, you have to take the 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 Democrat primary ballot and vote for me. Um, and anyone can do that. Right? Anybody can do that. Okay. Um, you do have to you have to do have to vote on that ballot. Um, and then once I beat her, I'll be running in the general. 
um, in November. Against at the at the right now no possibly be an empty seat. It, I mean, nobody has announced from the Republican right. side who's running. But, but, no to, but to add to that, because we talked about this uh, earlier, is that in the primary, you have to vote straight ticket Democrat if you if we want to vote for you. You it's have to you like have to ask for the Democratic ballot where we can okay. split it up. Exactly. So in the primary, you say which ballot you want right. to vote on. You don't get to vote on both. Yeah. So, right. You know, and th and this is what I want to say. And 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 I'm I'm 32 years old. And I have a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of peers, and. Our families, and you, you, you said this, you said 11 years, how come nothing's been done? Right. Okay, well, our families, our Chaldean families, never really uh, participated in voting that much, okay? Right. This is a true story, and, mm -hmm. and everyone knows this. But now is our chance, okay, as young adults, and I'm growing up, yes. and I have a kid, and the last thing I want to see is my son turn 16, 17 years old and end up in jail for 10 yeah. years for some, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's, he could possibly do, but some he could make a fraction, mistake. Yeah. He could he could have a drink at a party and, you know. Well, by then, the drinking limit will be .04. <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> God forbid yeah. this yeah. person does something and or, or anybody's child does something and mm -hmm. then they end up getting treated like a violent offender. Yeah. This county does a real good job on violent offenders and, and I well, Karen will a, do the right. same. Well, there's not going to be any free passes. Yeah, no, we don't no, want no, free no, passes. No, no, no. We don't she's got 100% conviction. So she's yeah. done her yeah. job. Yeah. I, know how she's to, not, I know how to prosecute. Yeah, I'm saying she's not coming out, you know. You're looking not for free passes. You're looking for A little bending. Just, just humanity, just for someone to listen. Yes, reasonable. Yes. Yes. Okay, someone there, to hear us. Th let me tell you something. This Karen is the right person for the job. That's why we're all here today. We feel it. Okay, and our, it's time for my generation to go out there and vote. And I'm going to make my parents vote. And I'm going to make everybody vote. And it's not about. Don't think about Democrat and Republican. No. Pick she's the, the person, not the party. Correct. I'm yeah. big on that. Pick yeah, person, she's Karen. not party. She's not. She's neither. She's a right. Right. And in the primary, it's right. not that just dictates who goes on to the general election. It's not doesn't when you vote in the primary, that person doesn't end up getting elected for that position. But they're going to go on to the general. And then if you want to vote for Trump and vote for Karen, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay? go right if you want to do that at that time. But it's time for us to step up because we this is our hometown and. I know so many of us that leave the state to go work in other states, and we always end up coming back because we love Michigan, always. and this yep. is where we'll always be. Yep. So we need to take control of who our elected officials are, yeah. mm -hmm. and this is a time to do that. And I do want to say, when I ran for judge in 2012, the, a lot of people, even many people in your own community will say, don't spend a lot of time because our community doesn't vote. Mm -hmm. And I do think that's changing. It changed. It changed I think a it's lot. changing. Definitely. We've changed. evolved. Like, I'm still, he's not, but I am. I'm still a first-generation Cal. Mm -hmm. Well, no, actually, you are. Wait, both your, well, I'm well, saying both yeah, your yeah. parents he is were first born. Generation. He is generation. I'm sorry. Actually, yeah. I apologize. We're both first generation as I'm well. First generation. Yeah. It's yeah. So, so now it's changing because he's got the kids. He's got the kids. So it's like it's a different look at it now. So we are changing. We are voting. Well, we are it's going changing because that's why we're here. Yes. Get the word out. Yes. Right. Yes. So it's changing. Just this with is that. proof. That this is proof changing. that things. Yeah. Are and there are, I mean, we've even had. I mean, from. We saw Naum, George Brico, Sal, I mean, Clintesto. Right. We've had Chaldeans now coming in, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be just because of that. We have issues now that we need right. resolved mm -hmm. to say that. And we have a much larger, um, like the Chaldean Bar Association right now mm -hmm. has yeah. grown yep. exponentially. Yep. Mm -hmm. We have a much larger uh, presence of Chaldean attorneys mm -hmm. um, being out there. And so, you know, and, and, and I like that. I think it's a great thing, but, you know, I definitely... You want to be able to, especially in the county that you live, be able to, you know, yeah. fairly represent people the right way. I mean, you want just, the right people in, in yeah. the right seats. Uh, so you wanted to say something? You... 
Um, I, I just was going to say that as in your community, there are a lot of um, business owners. Yes. And yeah, that's, you, yep. the business owners too. have to have a voice in the prosecutor's yes, office. Absolutely. Yes. You, you just do. Um, yes. Can you explain why? Because you, you deal with a lot of theft. Mm -hmm. You deal with a I lot of you uh, your victims of crimes. Yes. Yeah. And Jack fraud. It, yeah. Exactly. And you need you need somebody in the office Agreed. who will at least listen to you and treat you with dignity and respect, yeah. um, especially because it's you're just asking for reasonableness. Yeah, right. Right. I, I, I couldn't. And I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm a merchant in Oakland County. I got burned a few years ago. I, we had a, um, a we had a guy pulling credit card fraud on us to my manager on the fifth transaction. He's on the phone. I I was setting the guy up. We were going to make another drop, and I had Holly police in my store while we we're doing everything. He disregarded it. I had zero help, none as a merchant. I lost $25,000. But here's the crazy part. They drive by the block, and there's a little hint and smell of cannabis. There's eight cop cars out that house in an hour ready right. for ready for a warrant. So I'm thinking to myself, so I've got the police officer here. I've got the guy who's committing the fraud, and it's probably not just on me he's mm -hmm. doing it. How do we go about, you know, fighting that? Like, I know you're saying we're merchants and all that. You said check fraud. Wire fraud and, and, and this kind of fraud is happening. White collar crime. Yeah. So she's becoming very big mm -hmm. And I'm not going to tell you that they don't prosecute <coughs> white collar crimes, but I've heard many situations. Uh, I've had store I've been owners involved. call me. I've been involved. Well, this happened, that happened. Somebody cashed a fake check by me, yeah. and nobody's doing anything mm -hmm. about it. And I've had a uh, community businessman in the community come to me mm -hmm. with a situation regarding um situation regarding he was defrauded by another community member yep. which was 100% um a he he broke the law yeah. i mean this was done by design yep. he maliciously uh, defrauded him mm -hmm. and our current prosecutor's office would not charge it was yeah. investigated did he, uh, it was investigated by the Oakland County Sheriff's office turned over to our current administration mm -hmm. prosecutor's office they wouldn't put a warrant out for this That's because they didn't want to get involved because it was too hard. Right. And that's another, it's a ripple effect. So if they're not going to prosecute those kind of crimes, then the police department cannot, they, they're not going to be inclined to go out there and spend all this time investigating this when they know that the prosecutor's office is not going to back them up. Absolutely. That's the problem. What the heck? So they're not going to back them up. Why would they go yep. waste all their resources? Well, they're going to tell you, hey, sorry, it's a civil thing. Or and I don't it. know if any of you have followed the case out of Farmington Hills, the Danielle Stisliski murder. Touch on that. Uh, yeah. she, she was... Um, she went missing, and the Farmington Hills Police Department approached the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office to write that warrant. There was no body found. They basically said, "If without a body, we won't charge oh, anybody with man. murder. Now, they had a very, very good suspect. Our Attorney General Dana Nessel was elected. They approached her. She reviewed the evidence. She charged it. They just had a preliminary oh, wow. exam, and the 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 district court judge from Novi said there was bounded over with overwhelming evidence. Wow. I mean, when you have the attorney general that has yeah, to step in yeah. and, and prosecute and charge in one of the wealthiest counties in the entire yeah. country, yeah. and our attorney general has to go in and charge those crimes because shame they might be hard. You know, what about her What about her Vic family? Speaking That's of what I'm that, saying, our shame attorney, on them. Has it been any one of us? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And our attorney general has endorsed 
Karen. Just, just to let you guys know. This so let's talk about that. Yep. I, I did just receive um, the endorsement of Attorney General Dana Nessel, and it's oh, the first good. time I think ever in Michigan where the Attorney General has endorsed somebody in a primary. Wow, so that, that, that is a top great. prosecutor for the, That tells for you the something. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great uh, that tells you to have, something. too, mm -hmm. for, for someone the, to be endorsed. The system can be flawed. I, I, we, our family did take a big hit with, not in Oakland County, but just in Michigan as a whole. When, when my, and it was 40 plus years ago, but when the, my father was murdered, okay, in a business in Detroit and the driver got three years, the, the, um, the, um, accomplice got five years and the shooter who killed him got 15 years total. They got Jeez. to walk. How does that happen? How do, how, how do you get, you took my father's life. How do you let the person who did it walk a day again, like that out, out in the public? Like it made no sense. And you know, like you get hurt by it and you just realize like, damn, like, is this like what it's always going to be like? You know what I'm saying? But it like, gives you a unique perspective and I'm sorry that happened yeah, to you by yeah. the way, but Thank it gives you. you a unique perspective to understand what it's like to be a victim of a violent crime. Yeah. And you need a voice. The prosecutor is your attorney when yeah. you're a victim of a crime. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, I don't know if um, any of you remember and are following um, the Oakland County child killer yeah. investigation. Barry King, who was Timothy King's from father. From the long time ago, you're yes. from the General back Motors guy. Yes. From, from back in Flint. The, the slap, the, the uh, hockey stick? No, no, no. This was the guy that was like th that was from like Holiday Inn over on Telegraph in oh, 10 Mile. That was, was 1975. Wow. Yeah, 75. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. So Barry King still Flint. is alive. Yeah. Yeah. Gremlin. Yeah. He wants. Yeah, the Gremlin. Yes. He wanted. Oh, he wants. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Gremlin. There's new evidence that has come to light um, during the term of this prosecutor. And Barry King, who is in his 80s, has gone to the prosecutor and asked for the file. Um, and she has not only refused to be cooperative, but she does not allow any of her assistant prosecutors even to speak to Barry King, who just wants justice for his so child who was brutally that, murdered. What's her reasoning on that? Do you think taints her? Uh, it's, it, it, it's murky, murky, murky's up the water. It waters brings names out. County. I don't. I, I you know, I, I just want to make something clear. Yeah. I am asked on a daily basis to. Uh, for well, explanations and and reasons why our current prosecutor says the things she says, takes the positions that she does. I, I will not speak for her. I will not defend her. I think right. it's abhorrent the way she's treated Mr. King. But Mr. King has reached out to me, and he is a big supporter of my campaign. And I have right. vowed to him that once elected, I will do whatever I possibly can to, to bring justice for his little boy who was brutally murdered. Yeah. And one of the things he said to me when I sat down in his living room for a few hours is, uh, you know, the prosecutor was Tim's only attorney and she won't talk to me. Wow. And that's, that's just terrible. People shouldn't be treated that way. No. And no. I, I don't have an explanation for it. And that's that crazy. Sucks, that's it's insane. Yeah, that's the hard part, right? You just yeah, want to make no sure doubt. you... So, Jimmy, you want to remind everybody when the fundraiser is and how they can get... Uh, yep, they get, can reach out to me. Um, it'll be on the on your... Um, yep, yep, we'll post all of that. post all that. Stuff. They can reach out to me and I can give them information on it. But it is October 15th mm -hmm. at the M1 Concourse and in well, Pontiac. What kind of event is it going to be? How, how, how are we going to party and, and, and celebrate the... Uh, <laughs> the pre-win. The, the pre-win, pre yeah. baby. Yep, there'll there be good go. food and cocktails. Good food and cocktails. <laughs> awesome. And, and nice cars. Okay. And yeah. nice cars. And I, I also want to say that... Uh, and if anybody... Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. That's and okay. If there's, and there's uh, thrill rides. There's track rides if for anybody that wants really? to... Uh, Go around the track at 180 miles nice. an hour. If you know, <laughs> that probably that's not for me. me but won't be me. Either. It may that's be for awesome. somebody. Uh, but do I it. do want to say that um, I also have a website 
um, yeah, Karen McDonald for prosecutor yep. and a okay. Facebook page and an Instagram and I'd love people to log on and share and even if you can't make a huge contribution there's a there's a button on my website people donate ten dollars fifteen dollars fifty dollars every yep. little every penny counts yep. Yep. yes yep. yes yep. But this is a chance. This is the opportunity for us to take back control back over our. This is our, in a good way. County yeah. prosecutor seat. So yeah. it's not. You know, you're going to have a fair, fair person who's reasonable in power, and, and that's listening. what we need. Listen, just from reading what you've done from your past as a person is beyond for your recognition what you've done in the courts. You know, you again from everything that you've dealt with with. Um, human trafficking to domestic violence. domestic violence and you also are um, either you started or you're part of is it the women's um, uh, attorneys or coalition or what yeah I'm on the um, the women's organization of our, our Michigan bar yep yep um, so so but the other thing I am too I don't want to forget my most important job I'm a mother yes. I have <laughs> I yes. have a mom the I biggest have, security many, blanket in life kids? I have five children I have three oh, stepkids and two of my own um, and I know what it's like to raise kids mm -hmm. I know what it's like to raise teenage boys who get it, make bad decisions yes. and teenage girls who are vulnerable and I want my community to be safe but exactly. we we owe it to the community also to be reasonable yes. and compassionate Definitely. yes no, and no we doubt. think you have that yeah actually sure. we, we Is know there anything else you want to say to the uh, to the listening audience just thank you so much for having me and I'd love to come back oh sure we awesome. thank you yeah yep. we'll be excited to have you back well uh, we'll we'll show the people in probably about six months where you're at with your campaign and see how you're doing Yep. So everybody uh, support, go to her website, uh, contact Jimmy. All of the information is going to be in the description below. Um, we're going to be promoting uh, this uh, episode and we'll be promoting the uh, fundraiser. And uh, we hope to see you all out there. Yeah, we thank, thank you, you guys. Much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Keep up the great work.